something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I wanted to be in on? I wanted to be in on the conversation that Lee Daniels had with Oprah about it. Because you know he called her. Of course, and was did. like, "Girl, can you even right now?" I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is life in Spanglish. Spanglish. You know what I mean? Like where you would have to like. Yeah, sinuses are not real sicknesses, no, Carolina. Absolutely not. Welcome to Life in Spanglish. I'm Honey German. And I'm Carolina Bermudez. And listen, today we're here by ourselves and we're running the show. We have no supervision, so this is going to be good. <laughs> you know we need to be supervised. Andrew's on vacation. Yes. we. You're not going on vacation for. Not yet. I'm going in April. I'm going to go to Punta Cana. And you, what, now when you go to Punta Cana, do you see family? No, my family's far away. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to more of like the resort site. Yeah, it's April. I mean, um, it's Ashley's 30th birthday. Ashley Vera? Yes. Oh my gosh. So like 20 of us are going away for her birthday. Oh my God. That's amazing. She's so amazing. She's so special. She's so sweet and so great to all of us. That you that's, hear that's us. the least we could do. And you hear us talk about Ashley. She is um like your makeup artist, but she's yes. also a very dear friend of yours. Yes, she is. She's so talented. You know, she wants to be part of the intro. She says, when I say I'm honey German, my parents are Dominican. She wants me to say, and my best friend is black. Oh, she's so <laughs> cute. And you guys just did a makeup tutorial too with her we, yeah we did a makeup class um over the weekend yeah it was really fun it was really fun you know she did like an intro to makeup because a lot of the stuff is more to like show people how to feel better about themselves yeah it's not even like okay you're gonna go make money off of this it's just like this is how you highlight this is how you do bronze and properly exactly yeah if you want to do a wing liner this is how you do it you know so it's for like your regular girl that just wants to like up the pretty right so we had a good time but you're going on vacation too right i'm going Tomorrow on vacation. Oh and my where are you god! Going? So we're going to this kids resort in uh, in Dominican Republic. Uh huh. And I'm seriously, I don't know who's more excited, my husband or the boys. I'm excited too. You want me to get slime? I do want you to get slime. I just, you know what it is. I'm my, I'm, I very, my expectations are very low. For what? Because 
It's not a vacation it's gonna be for craziness. me. It's going to be craziness. There's going to be a million other kids. There's going to be my kids. I know. So and the kids not... are going to wake up super hype, like pumped. Like um, My son already gets up at 530 in the morning. He's going to be like, let's do this. Let's go. Real. I'll be getting the best beach chairs, by the way. So <laughs> if anybody wants to like float me a 20, I will get you your beach chairs early in the morning. Since you had your kids, have you been able to do like a alone vacation like yeah. with your husband? Yeah, we do. We went to Barcelona uh, by ourselves and or, who or with the boys? Barcelona. Uh, oh. My mom. My mom. Good mom. My, my mother's a big proponent of that. You know, my co-host Cubby was just in here and we were just all chatting and stuff and we were talking about travel. And like one of the things that I've said to my husband ever since we got together, we traveled a lot while we were still like dating and then also after we got married we said we didn't want to get married and have kids like right away yeah so we traveled a lot uh we went to costa rica we went to bali like you know we love oh, wow. yeah yeah so it's like and we travel well together but then once my babies came my mom actually said when the baby is six months and after you're done breastfeeding yeah you need to go on a vacation with your husband oh wow and yeah and it's a great way how to reconnect it's six months and you've been attached to the baby the whole six months how was it going away it was hard did you feel terrible I felt horrible I had a panic attack and I mean like not funny like you know how some people are like oh my god I had a panic attack no like I legit had a full blown panic attack like hands shaking hyperventilating because I was just like my baby you feel like you should be there and your first time mom it's like so scary for you, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you know that you have a responsibility and it's a great responsibility, but you also know that you have this like beautiful union that you need to like maintain and upkeep. But then it's like, you know, it, it's really being torn in two. It really is. You know? I hear a lot of the times like uh, marriages suffer when a child enters the equation because mm-hmm. all the attention goes to the child. Mm-hmm. Now, was your husband in any way jealous like when the baby came or did he feel like, wow, I'm no longer number one in your life? Never. Thank goodness, because I do have friends who have suffered from that, you know, like their husbands feel like they're being neglected and then they start acting out. And now you have a newborn and you have a husband who's dissatisfied or, you know, uh, upset with you and you just don't know how to make everything right. And you have work calling you asking, when are you coming back? And so there's just like a lot of things to juggle. Mm -hmm. The the good thing is that Mark is not a jealous person and he always understood. Yeah, he always understood that, like, you know, this was my responsibility and that, like, I needed to be there for the kids. But um, Mark's just not jealous at all, which kind of bothers me. Like, you know, I wish you were a little bit jealous. Like, if you see somebody, like, eyeing up your girl, like, that yeah. doesn't bother you. And he's like, no, you're my, like, you're, you're my wife. Like, why, you know? Do you I, feel like if he was Latino, it would be totally different? Because Latino men are real crazy when it comes to that. It's a just million like, percent. They want to fight everybody. They want to confront everybody. And it's I want to like, be there be like, that's my man right so there. Up and you got to come up with that damn bail money. I've always been like, stop no. control yourself relax it's not that serious i think like when i was younger that was like such a sign that a person is totally into you yeah. if they're willing to fight for and you were you. super turned on you were like yes yes daddy. honey and yeah but then now it's like as i've gotten older i've recognized that like that's probably not the best way to be in a relationship and very embarrassing also at yes. times yes yeah so no he's he's never been like that but yeah you have to figure out a way to make it happen cubby just went to bora bora you're going on this amazing trip yeah. The one thing that we've been talking about a lot on our show is like experiences, not things. Yes. And it's so difficult because I think that people think, oh, well, I only have one day off of work. What can I get done? You can hop over to St. Thomas, the Bahamas. I mean, obviously you have to save up Mm -hmm. for it or you find like a cheap deal or, you know, but there are ways that you can kind of work the system. We just had this long weekend. We just had President's Day. Yeah. Friday was like an easy day. Most people didn't work. You could have just went for four days somewhere. Yeah. 
Yes. You know? And even within the United States, there's a lot of beautiful places. I'm dying to go to Arizona. I've never been there. But I always see these amazing pictures from Arizona. Honey. I'm like, I want to go there. I graduated from Arizona State University. I am a sun devil. In my three years of partying, <laughs> I never found time to go to the Grand freaking Canyon. Are you kidding It me? is one of my biggest regrets. But that's like New Yorkers who don't go to Statue of Liberty. Oh, that's so true. Okay, good. You made me feel better. <laughs> but I was hopping on that America West $35 flight to Vegas every oh, other weekend. Of course you were. $35 it used to cost for America West. But yeah, there's a beautiful place. I believe it's in Utah. And if I'm wrong, please forgive me. But it's called Moab. It's where it's got like the colored rocks. Oh, I've seen. You see, I've seen it on the gram. Yes. Instagram is amazing. You know, I'm going to Ibiza and it's because of Instagram. Oh, see, but no, 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 no. Okay, I have it's to help you. No, no, no. beautiful places. No, no, no. You can't say Ibiza. You say Ibiza. Oh, I have to say it in Spanish. You have to so do. So I'm going to España. And when I'm in España, I'm going to go to Ibiza. Ibiza. Got it. Yes. And you know the origin of it, right? You know how um, Spaniards, they don't say Ibiza or they don't say Barcelona. It's Barcelona. Yeah, because they like drag their tongue very like snaky-like. Yes. And the reason being that the king had a lisp. Oh, and makes sense. In yeah. order to make him not feel like an asshole, all of the other people started speaking with a lisp. Now it all makes sense. And that's where the origin, that's where it comes from. And that's where a lot of people don't recognize or they don't realize that that's the reason why they do that. Why? I always thought they were trying to be like kind of like extra sexy, mysterious. Latino, oh, they do that. Snaky. That's just in the blood. That's like, what that's I thought. A, it was yeah. like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But it's beautiful. Like, and actually when we were there, there was this place called, uh, you know, you and I would say it like Nacional. Right. Sí. And every time we would talk to someone, they would be like, oh, Nacional. And so finally at the end, I said to my husband, I was like, oh, let's go to Nacional. And he's like, you just did it. You just did it. He's he like, stop it. Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to be like the people. So you're going to have the best experience. You might not come back. What? You think I might move? You might not come back. I did say to my husband, I was like, you know, I could see myself posting up here for a summer with the kids, like not coming back for three months because it's just so beautiful. There's so much culture and like history. Would you ever think about retiring to another country that's not in the United States? I've thought about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, for a while I said Nicaragua just because like your money could go a really long way. Mm-hmm. I would love to do things like, you know, an outreach or um, help young women. Um, and I think there's still a lot of work to be done in places like, you know, uh, Nicaragua, where, where we're from. But um, I don't think I could get my husband to do it. I don't. I think he's just like, you know, New Orleans is as far south as I can probably take him. <laughs> he won't even go to my Miami with me. He'll, he, like, that's just his style. But would you? Like, you think you would ever oh, do Oh, definitely. I, wherever I end up as an older person has to have a warm climate. Yes. You know, a lot of a lot of loud noise. I'm a very loud person. I love loud music. I talk loud. I can't really be contained. Like, when I'm in very quiet environments, it kind of, like, throws me off. Yeah. So it, it's, the, it's the whole, like, Dominican, Latina, Caribbean thing in me. So I can definitely either see myself in Miami or back in the island. I can yeah. definitely go back to Dominican Republic. You listen, a pension from New York. That's what I'm saying. Yes, You'll being be an expat lit. ain't bad. Exactly. You know, so you ship yourself a car over there, some furniture. You'll be living, and you buy your apartments like cash. So it's not even like you got mortgages. It's like right. You, There's no upkeep after that. It's like I own it. You're, I, I'll be a surfer girl at like 65 years old. What, what's the song with Ariana Grande? I want it. I got it. Like at the beginning of Seven <laughs> Rings. That, Seven Rings. Yes. Yeah. That's I love exactly. That song. So we were talking before about um, you wanted to talk to me 
me about the big story that's in the news right now. Yeah, you know, this Jesse Smollett story. I just can't follow it, girl. I'm I'm being completely and totally Listen, honest with you. He's about to go in front of a grand jury and being Is indicted. this happening? They're saying sometime this week it, it it most likely will happen and he will be indicted if he fo- he, he filed a fake police report. Well, I, I think that's like the key thing here, you know, because by the time people listen to this, that grand jury will Might probably have, have happened, happened mm-hmm. or, you know, there's going to be new details or new stories in the news. I think the the problematic thing with this whole story is whether or not it was a fake police report, whether or not he orchestrated an attack because he didn't feel like enough was done for the threatening letter that he got. So he wanted to kind of like up the ante, which is just one theory, by the way. He dragged Carolina. This is absolutely too much. And I think the problem here is that America as a whole... was disrupted and came to his defense. Mm-hmm. We're talking the black community. We're talking the gay community. Mm-hmm. He also brought into play the Trump supporters and the white community, that those were the attackers. So it became like a racial thing. It became a homophobic thing. It became a lot of different things that, you know, just doesn't sit right by me because when these type of attacks happen, we want to make sure they're real, they're true. If we're going to revolt. Unfortunately. If we want to, re- <laughs> you know, if we're gonna yeah. revolt, yeah. let it be real. It's very sad because I've met Jesse before several times, and he is absolutely amazing. He's a kind spirit. He has an amazing soul. And me personally, but does he? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, I don't know why he did this. They or say it's for allegedly, attention. well, you know, allegedly yeah. why mm-hmm. Jesse? They're saying it's for attention that his character was going to be written off the there's show. So, that's why I'm saying there's so many theories and so many stories. And like you mentioned, there's the black, the the black side, the white side. There's the entertainment side. There are people from the entertainment industry that came through for him, you know? A lot. And, and they've started deleting their posts and they've started, like, Nancy Pelosi, she deleted her tweet. Yeah. She had posted a very nice, you know, post and she was like, delete, I'm not standing by this anymore. Well, you, do, I, I don't think you can, like, as a law-abiding, honest citizen, I don't think you can, you know? Um, the thing for me that I just can't wrap my mind around is this is extremely, like, it's almost, like, diabolical. To, how do you come up with, in my mind, Mind. I can't think of how to come up with a story like that. I can only think this is an act of desperation. Nothing else. But, but do you understand like what, where I'm coming from yeah. with that, though? Because I like said... How does somebody sit back and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Maybe you do. Maybe in the privacy of your own home, you have these like crazy thoughts. But then to follow through with it, I think a lot. I think a lot of these people are isolated from the outside world and have like this small group of people that tell them everything is good to go. And yes, maybe the Nigerian brothers were like, yeah, let's (laughs) do it. We got you. I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if you agree. I personally feel like Jesse owes the country an apology and an explanation. If if he is found guilty and if he lied and he went on, you know, with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America and fabricated this whole entire I'm the gay Tupac story. Right. He needs to tell us from beginning to end. The truth. The truth. Yeah, I think that's the the big problem for me, too, is that, like, if you did something like this, you have to own it. And it's not even saying that you're going to be forgiven, even though a lot of people are forgiven in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry. Hollywood loves to see a rise from the ashes that kind of story. story yeah, yeah, the comeback story is always so great. But you duped a lot of people. You touched a nerve. And you touched a nerve that isn't right because, you know what, there are so many people who have gone, who have had these hateful acts committed against them. 
them. And that the police don't even investigate. And that we're being honest. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem that I have. Like, what about the, you know, 20-year-old gay kid in, you know, California? I'm making this up. But, you know, those people who have told their stories and nobody ever believed them. That's what bothers me more than anything. And You use this platform for wrong. And he could have used it for great. Exactly. And and our country is already so divided that a story like this just further divides us. Right. And then it also takes away our credibility from when we feel, you know, wrong, discriminated because, oh, Jesse Smollett lied. He said they had MAGA hats and they said this was MAGA country. You're probably lying, too. Now everybody's suspect. That's like a precedence. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I just want to hear the whole full story. I don't know if we will ever be given that. I don't know if he will have the, I mean, I say, if you have the balls to tell that story, then have the balls to tell the truth. You know what I mean? That would make a wonderful uh, made-for-TV movie. (laughs) Well, Lifetime, ring, ring, hello, call (laughs) Jesse. We need the Jesse Smollett story. Yeah, but I feel like it's not only are we owed the truth, but I think it's the it's the right thing to do. But you can't force someone to do the right thing. You can't. And in my I was thinking about it because people were saying how, oh, he was he was feeling really threatened because he was going to be written off of Empire and this and that. Baby, you can find another job. You are talented. You are good looking. All you are young. All of it. You can find another gig like you're going to go through love, all of this. People love Jesse. I tell you as an insider we love him we're rooting for him we support everything he does i've never we i've never he's met talented. him yeah he's very handsome mm-hmm. he's very proactive in in in, in the gay community given there's there was nothing about jesse that was wrong okay so here's my question too so when he sat down with robin roberts and he said that he went and he told the detectives everything that happened because that was his truth and he was Mm -hmm. so offended that people were questioning his truth and you know um i've been in a situation before where something happened and it was like not related to me but they were going around the community asking like when i used to live in florida if you saw anything or you know and uh, you, you're telling the truth. So you meet with police and you tell them everything that you know. What if somebody else now is afraid to go to the police because of somebody like Jesse that that had all of this stuff happen? Now other people are going to be reluctant to go and tell their stories because then, well, you know what? What if they start investigating me for other things? Or what if something else comes up from when uh, I did something 10 years ago or as a juvenile? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if my thought process was like all there. but Yeah, what if it triggers like a deep dive into your life? Yeah. So you'd rather just stay a victim. Just, and then not people get are like, justice. "Yeah, I'm just not going to say anything." Could be a thing too. Yeah, so. this could trickle in so many different ways, you know. But telling the truth is always like redemption. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As much as it hurts, I'm the type of person that I'm like, just tell me the truth. Yeah, like I will like tears will come down my face begging a person for the truth because once you tell me the truth you're allowing me to decide whether I want to still fuck with you mm-hmm. or if I just want to move on with my life this this stems to like relationships friendships, friendships work relationships it's like you tell me the truth and then let me decide I hate when people decide for me mm-hmm. and keep information from me I don't know if you're kind of like the same way do you demand the truth or you'd rather just be like oh, I'd rather not know no I'm a liar I tell you just 
just tell me the truth. You won't be in trouble. And then after I'm like, you fucked up. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, but like, I I agree with you. I need to know the truth because then that way I can base my decision. And the good thing about me is that there are times where I will say like, you know what? I'm never going to talk to that person again. And then my heart gets the better of me. And really? Yeah. You know, I just think that nothing is absolute in life. (sighs) I know. Nothing is, you know, I mean, you can make a mistake. Now, and I I think it pertains to this story, too. It's like you can make a mistake now and and you can really repent for it and you can really say you're sorry and you can show people that you're sorry for it. And then and then I would be I would be willing to forgive. I'm that type of person like it it is easier for me to do that once I know you've told me the truth. But you got to let it all out. Yeah. If you don't tell me the truth or if I don't feel like you're being genuine, I can't move forward. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yo, call me back when you're going to tell me the truth. And and you know it. You feel it when when somebody's lying. You feel it. But I'm kind of like the same way, too. I've been able to, like, repair relationships and even get back with, like, relationships. Like, yeah. okay, this is the truth. And just let some time pass. I think Jesse will be okay if he I was lets some time you. go by and if he comes back and tells us the truth. Who? What group do you think will be more willing to accept him? Because I think that, and I say group only because he has identified himself as gay and he has um, been a huge part of the LGBTQ uh, community. And so, you know, would it be them or would it be African-Americans? Like, is it the entertainment? And who is more willing, in your opinion, to take Jesse back? Um, I think it's going to go this way. I think it's going to go African-American community is going to accept him first because Mm -hmm. we just all make mistakes. And, you know, it's just a generalized situation. I think the LGBTQ community probably will allow him to redeem himself. And maybe if he gives back in a certain way Mm -hmm. and kind of like remedies the mistake. And I think Hollywood will be last. I think because so many stars rallied behind him. And, you know, stars, they don't just come out and rally behind anything or anyone. You know, people were were up in arms about vocal. So I think they'll probably be the last ones. Like, I I think for Jesse to work again, it'll be a little bit a little bit of time. You know what I wanted to be in on? I wanted to be in on the conversation that Lee Daniels had with Oprah about it because, you know, he called her. Of course. And was like, girl, can you even right now? Like, I swear, you know, they had to have a conversation about it. As far as what goes, as far as like the show gaining so much popularity and him being all over the news. No, just about the lying. Like the 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 alleged, you know, I don't want to know what Mother Oprah said about this. The the fabricated story part of it. You know, I'm like wondering what did he say to, you know, Oprah? Because Lee Daniels is the executive. He's the executive producer, right? Owns. Yeah. 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 He's the one that shared the first picture of Jesse when they were FaceTiming and he was like in the hospital with the face all messed up. So you know he has Oprah on the hotline and is like... I want to know what Cookie got to say because you know Siraji is very vocal. Did you see the meme of her doing the side eye? Of course I did. Oh my God. The internet is ruthless. They really are. Don't don't make a mistake because the internet will get you. (laughs) Listen, these past few days have been entertaining to say the least and you know a lot of people like listen let's not pass judgment let's right. wait for the investigation to finish and you know what let's just wait for the investigation to finish but you know these nigerian brothers went in there and they said we know him and he paid us and we bought the bleach and we bought the news and then the magazines that the clippings came from to send the letter to the network oh. were in their house and these guys are just like spilling the beans they could be lying yeah who knows but why would they make such a lie and i heard from like one of my close friends that's in the um in radio in Chicago that they have 13 investigators assigned to this Jesse Smollett oh. case because um, they want to make sure that they figure out what happened. 
because the area where he says the attack happened is like a very um touristy area and they don't want tourists to feel like they cannot go there because my, then it's going to affect the money and you know th- cities don't want that my cousin actually lives in the same building oh really yes and said that he would run into him in the elevator like when this whole thing happened because yeah. he was like can you believe it and i was like oh man i was like this is a terrible story he was like he lives in my building and i said what he goes oh yeah i would like run into him in the elevator super nice guy like Never really hung out with him, but mm-hmm. just would, you know, exchange the niceties or whatever. So, yes, it is in a very, you know, up and coming affluent area. And they're like, uh-uh, we don't want anybody thinking that this isn't a safe place. No, you, don't, you definitely don't want to. Like, that's... That's going to be fixed. You just watch. That's definitely going to be fixed. Speaking of like seeing stars, like this morning, this morning I was like on the um, on the train and um, I just sit right next to this guy and I do a double take and it's like the Cosby star, the one that was like exposed for like working at Jeffrey. Yes. Oh my god. So I like rode in with him the whole time no and way. I wanted to like talk to him, but then I was like, he, he already got made feel like super awkward for working at Trader Joe's. Uh, no, I heard he's like the nicest guy. You should have said like, what's just up. Sitting in front of me doing a crossword puzzle the whole time and oh I'm like my texting everybody like guess who's sitting right next to me that is amazing it is amazing New York is so amazing it's just it, you just never know it's like a small town We when my husband and I used to watch Seinfeld and they would like run into people on the street I'm like that's ridiculous it's New York City you never and then after I lived here I was like oh my gosh like you do run into people like Literally in your neighborhood. The other day, I saw Mr. Biggs from like Sex in the City. Oh, he's so oh, handsome. He's he over say- there by, by the theater district. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. He like smiled and waved back. But it's so crazy. The other day, I saw Colin Kaepernick walking by. Like his afro was just blowing in the wind. Really? I saw David I gave Muir. Him the fist. <laughs> what did you say? I saw David Muir from like ABC News tonight crossing the street. I was like, you're the man. They're like, everywhere. He's so good. They're everywhere. And it's crazy because it's like we're just one big community. It's like we're I totally. remember before I worked here, I saw Elvis like walking his dog. And I was like, oh my God, Elvis, Elvis Duran. Duran. Yes. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's just like, we're all over. But um, Oh, honey, now he has people to do that. Please don't ever oh, tell course. anybody I saw him walking his own dog. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, honey, that was the day the dog walker didn't come. <laughs> um, no, but I was also thinking about it because, you know, this whole situation is taking place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know R. Kelly right now is like, thank you. Get it's the attention off of, of me. Go ahead. Get them 13 investigators over on that other side because I don't need anybody paying attention to my ass right now. Listen, they, He's hey, also in trouble. He is. You know, a new video surfaced. Oh, I'm of, like, so him and another 14-year-old. disturbed. It's so disturbing. The don't things take me going on in the news. Stuff. Oh, and, and by the way, what? have you seen this like kidnapped and pl- abducted in plain sight show? Did That's I? Some, did you watch it? Of course. I will not. I refuse to watch it. I don't need those things in my head. Is it really good? Should I watch? It's amazing. But it will blow your mind. Yeah. Like at how stupid <laughs> and idiotic some parents can be. Yeah. Somebody said that they were naive, the parents, because I was just no, reading the comments. And that's what somebody said. Somebody goes, no, naive is somebody who doesn't know. Th- these people were, they were stupid, you Listen, know? So. These people were so it's like it, the whole thing is about one family. It's not going to throw you off. Okay. It's just going to like kind of like open your eyes and be like, wow, I don't need to let any strangers. Is this Netflix or um, what yeah, is it's it? Netflix. Okay. But it's like one family, one family, one man. And how this one man like infiltrated their home, made the father have a homosexual relationship. Yeah. Seduced the mom. Took their 13 year old daughter and made her like his wife. What? Where is this happening in America? Like, where is this going down? Listen, it was, I was just like, this family's crazy. Yeah. They're nuts. Oh my gosh. Well, I, the only reason why it even caught my attention was I saw a meme that was like, the guy said that he needed 
to relieve to he needed yes. relief yes. and people were like posting pictures of like Tylenol. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> if you need some relief, here's some Tylenol. You don't like go and jerk someone off. Oh like I guess that's what happened. Yeah, I don't know. That's, but- that's what he did. He told the neighbor, "I need some relief." And then they started like, "What do you mean you need?" I wish my my female neighbor told me she need relief. What? I'm like, "Bitch, are you out of your mind?" That is relief. crazy. Okay, so now I know what I'm gonna watch on the Please, plane if I be, sit on the other disturbing. aisle. You're gonna yes. be so thrown off. I watched also the fire festival. Oh, that is so good. Right. It's so bad. Mess. It's good. But what? you know what? Now you think about the influence and just, you know, I know we're like kind of, you know, all over the place, yeah. but you just think about how easily influenced we are by social media. Yes. And how strategic those people were in getting the top 10 models mm-hmm. because they knew Eyes would be, and that's the reason I why. I remember seeing this unfold. I, did, I remember like, the what? orange blocks. I said, I said to my husband when we were watching it, I was like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, wow, what are they doing in, in the Bahamas? I just like, knew my broke ass couldn't join them, but I was <laughs> wanting to go. I was like, wow, what's happening? Chanel and Mon, like, wh- why is she there? Yes. And yeah, little, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kendall Jenner or yeah, Kendall what was Jenner it? Was yeah, it was there. Kendall all and Haley Baldwin and all the it girls. That's why, you but know. Can I what? tell you something? And this may sound so fucked up. What? But I I was laughing at all these rich kids. Oh, why? Like, that's what the that's what you get. That's what you get. These tents from like a hurricane. Sleep your ass right there. Wait, but how messed up was it that they didn't want people next to them? So they went and started slashing the tent. Like again, something I would that would never <laughs> enter my mind. Like I would never think, wow, I don't want neighbors. I'm gonna go and slash their tents so that nobody will like I'm gonna go and piss on their mattress. <laughs> So nobody will come out like that's rich kid shit. That's like some craziness. I'm not even kidding you. I said I actually looked to Mark after this was done. I was like, how do we make sure our kids don't end up like that? Yeah, thank you. Like, what do we need to do to make sure that we don't raise little a holes? That this is what I get. This is what I get. I swear I'm gonna be chaperoning these kids until they're 23. I know. Don't even make me (laughs) because I will do it right now. And I'm gonna be the mom on the jumbotron embarrassing her kid. That will be me when they're 12 and. 13 i just count on it yeah no those fire festival people were just they were nuts they were and you know ja rule says that he's gonna do a festival now oh good luck with that he said he's gonna make it up to everyone okay it better be free (laughs) because i'm not paying a penny carolina you won't get my money not a chance no and i mean ja rule not for anything i mean again i've never interacted with him i've never interviewed him i was just trying to make money i don't I don't think I've ever interviewed him. Yeah, you got to look at him as like, at what point of his career was he doing this? Because if he was at the height. No, he wasn't. He wouldn't be like, doing no, it. This is like he years. needed money. Ja Rule has not been at the height of his career in like Since at least 10, 90s, 15 years. Right? Or yeah, early yeah, like, 2000s. Like, yeah, so he was. Yeah. He, he needed the money. When you're desperate, you know what they say, people act strange for a little bit of change. So... <laughs> Don't be guard your money, people. Make smart decisions. Get a financial planner. I'm serious. I don't know why Andrew left us alone today. Andrew, you better come back. Andrew, I'm getting everybody in trouble. I'm sorry. I had to take a sip because my throat is so. We didn't even check the emails for for the salon. Oh, we don't have access. I don't have the password. Andrew has it. I think for good reason. He doesn't want us taking things that matters into our own hands. We're very supervised here. Well, hopefully you followed along with us. And if you have questions for the salon, you can email us lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on all of our socials. Yeah, L.I. Spanglish on everything, Twitter, Instagram. And follow Carolina. Yes, I am the real Carolina. And follow Honey German. I am Honey German. 
that's what it is. Amazing. This was so fun. I'm so glad that we got to see each other and I know. do this. So and we got to catch up. I will give you a full report of your people when I go to Dominican Republic. My people are amazing. I'm not going to leave it the same way I found it. I'll tell you that. I, I'm sure of that. And <laughs> just, just remember kidding. this. For a little bit of change, they'll get you anything you need in Dominican Republic. Do you know what I'm doing after this? What? I'm going to the bank. By the way, just pro tip. I know we were getting pro tip. Anytime you go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Get a hundred and ones and a hundred and fives. I need to start doing that. And just because you know what? You're, you're so prepared. But you got to think that way. Yeah, because then I stay tipping like a bunch of money because I have no change. You have no change. And then, you, and by the way. they have no change conveniently. Oh, I, they never have change. And then you're not going to see that person for the rest of the week. Of you course. gave them a 20 and they're like, peace, I'm Thank out. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. See you another day. No, so I'm super excited. I think it's going to be awesome. But yeah, have that's fun. a pro tip. So definitely, we'll be back next week. Can't Bye. wait. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.